What's up, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of In These Quarantine Times. I am your host, the Juggernaut, and uh, it's Tuesday once again, so this time around, I kept my promise. Um, I'm just gonna drop some things that happened in the world of movies, TV, you know, what have you, video games, if anything really drops. I don't play video games as much as I used to. I cannot even really play in almost a month now. I don't know responsibilities, am I right? Alright, anyway, um, if you're not playing Starfield right now, um, you know, I mean, I mean, I'd rather, if you are playing Starfield right now, just know that I'm jealous and I hate you, <laughs> but that, that, that's neither here or there. Alright, start off today's um, topic is, I mean, Apple TV has been killing it so far. I think right now they are the most, uh, when it comes to quality shelf material, I think Apple is dropping the best content, right? Even, I'm going to say, yeah, even probably above HBO right now. Don't get me wrong, HBO is still the premier home for quality entertainment. I mean, you want to talk lifespan-wise, but man, Apple is dropping hit after hit with Severance, you know, with Silo, with Mythic Quest, with Ted Lasso. I've heard Bad Sisters is really good. Uh, I never saw it though, unfortunately. Uh, and a lot of things I've not seen myself. Uh, Severance is some of my favorite stuff out of Apple. Silo 2 was pretty good. I dropped, dropped earlier this year. But, uh, but aside from those, right now, um, the best Apple show for me right now that is still ongoing, I mean, which means as I'm talking right now, the show is still ongoing in its second season, is Foundation. Oh my god, I liked Foundation Season 1, I did like it a lot, uh, I liked it, um, you know, really, really liked it, I didn't love it, the most guy I felt like the Terminal storyline was Bill Wicker than the Cleon Empire storyline, but with Season 2, um, I love it, I love it so much, yeah, I still think Gildonic and Salvin Harder are the weakest part of the whole show as a whole, I feel like whenever the story focuses on them, it just slow, slows down, but oh my god, every other thing, Terminal storyline got better, Polly, the high cleric with brother constant their story is great of course the cleon the, the, the empire as always spectacular storytelling among other things hobba marlow just came out of nowhere and just fucking shone his way to our hearts this has been incredible i love the way foundation is now i never read the books and i know people tell me oh, the books are better blah, blah blah fair but I, I love the way they handle the theme of religion and science and how you know there's that popular saying i think it was Arthur C. Clarke that said it that when science is um highly advanced science becomes indistinguishable for magic and i love the way in this the, the, the themes and philosophy of how um, science and religion are actually kind of the same thing even though they try to create a distinction like you know science is about rationality religion is about belief and subjectism and subjectivity as opposed to science subjectivity but the truth is both require followerships both require people having certain um, belief in, into a system to work and things like that it's been fantastic all around uh, the penultimate episode was i think i can't even tell between episode um eight and nine which was the best, better one but we're both fantastic episodes man incredible episodes i can't wait to, for the finale but so far season two has been way better than season one um i don't think i can stick the landing with the finale anyways but yeah overall foundation has been a fantastic show man really really uh, round of applause for them man i mean dude um harry seldon i've always said it uh, for my list of most narrated actors of all time i always keep mentioning jared harris is up there man that guy is that guy never delivers a bad performance hell even mobius he, his performance was also very memorable he was great in carnival Row, of course He's done so many great stuff in the past, man. Dude is too good. 
seriously it's too good and of course Lee Pace as Empire as, as Brother Day Oof. great performances man great performances it's been incredible I mean man Jared, Jared Harris man good good he, I put him in the same league with them um, you know um, what, uh, Scott McNary Ben Foster you know those people that never did buy a bad performance this guy uh, the guy that plays um, the man in black in Westworld and um his name is skipping me now, but you know him. The guy he plays Man in Black in Westworld. He, he was a bad guy in The Rock, you know. Uh, dude. Anyway, so yeah, that, those 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 guys, man. Jared Harris, like I said, never. Oh my God, even in short time on the Expanse, never a bad performance. So yeah, I've loved Foundation so far. If you're not watching Foundation, I really I highly recommend it, especially if you love kind of deep cerebral sci-fi i think if you're someone that probably maybe watches more of star trek over star wars that, that that's not saying that star wars people can enjoy because i actually prefer star wars to star trek but i'm a huge fan of sci-fi regardless anyway expanse is to my favorite sh- sci-fi show of all time um so yeah please check it out if you haven't it's fantastic i can't wait let me know your thoughts too if you are following the foundation uh what, what do you like about it? What, what don't you like about it let me know in the comment sections below guys and as always man we push on um, still on Apple TV, like I said, um, Apple TV has gotten to a, a point now that whenever they drop any any project, I'm, I'm going to definitely check it out, regardless of you know who's even behind it, because they've shown premise, they've kind of shown faith that they put a lot of time and effort into the projects they want to adapt. And coming up is they've got the first trailer for the Godzilla spin-off series, which is Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Now this is actually uh, a fascinating um, kind of spin-off, which kind of makes sense. Now. Um, the new Godzilla, let me say Godzilla verse, the current Godzilla verse started in 2013. That's a Gareth Edwards movie, Godzilla, that starred um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, um, Elizabeth Olsen, and Brian Cranston. I'm still mad at them for killing Brian Cranston so early, but I know a lot of people didn't love that movie because we didn't see a lot of Godzilla, and it was more of uh, perceived fear, you know, fear of the unknown. But I actually enjoyed that movie. The slow burn worked for it, so that when Godzilla showed up, it kind of paid off. Then we had Godzilla uh, 2. King of Monsters, which I thought was okay. I know some people didn't like it as much. Yeah, the human characters were just really dumb, almost useless at this point. It's almost the same problem that the Macabre's Transformers movie run into, where the humans are basically pointless, especially when they try to fight back and whatever. But seeing Rodan, Mothra, Ghidorah was actually really fascinating, and the fights were good. Then we had Kong Scholar and the movie that was really, I really, really liked. I really loved that movie. It was so fun. I mean, your apocalypse now kind of uh, or slash uh, you know platoon slash metal jacket vietnam war aesthetic which i'm i mean i'm a huge i'm a sucker for that because you know i'm a huge sucker for that i love that samuel jackson killed it in that role um, you know we had um uh, uh brie larson tom hiddleston love perf- great um, to jason mitchell among others uh that was really a fun film i've seen it like twice now and i really enjoyed that film and the way kong was portrayed too was very very in, 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 intriguing and uh, then we had godzilla versus kong which look that movie is fun to watch okay story the plot is pretty stupid and irrelevant but my god that movie was really fun and like i said i always one thing i think in the movies entertainment right if you're going to fail in one aspect at least succeed in the other as kind of baseless as the story human characters really were at least seeing godzilla and kong fight was really entertaining so i'll give them that but one connecting arc throughout the entire um godzilla movies has been the, the organization called monarch 
and you know we always see them we saw them introduced in 2013 of course in sorry in Skull Island we saw them as well you know trying to gain information and stuff like that as like a deep state secret organization that knows more than they're leading on and things like that and I love how they're trying so this seems like it's going to be trailer it's going to be like a uh, a, a mystery thriller, you know, kind of espionage, you know, paranoia thriller about what the government is hiding and someone trying to expose it and things like that. We kind of got that with a bit with Brian Cranston's character in the Godzilla 2013 movie. And what um, the casting obviously intrigues me too, which is interesting because we have Kurt Russell. If you don't know who Kurt Russell is, as he played Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Of course, his filmography is wider than that because all the way from um, Escape from New York and Gang, uh, you know. Uh, big trouble to China. Then we have his son also playing, um, appearing in the movie as that's Wyatt Russell, who most recently was um, John Walker in Captain American Winter Soldier. He was the kind of discount Captain America. And what's intriguing is I assume they're going to be playing father and son, but from what we've seen in the trailer and the synopsis, Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell will be playing the same character, you know, generations apart. So Wyatt Russell played a younger version of his character while Kurt Russell played the older version in the current time. That's a fascinating way to do it. They look, I mean, they look alike, they can act alike, and I'm curious to see how that pans out. The trailer looks good too. There's a lot of still a lot of mystery there. There's this incredible money shot of Godzilla screaming, uh, kind of facing the screen, and there's a yellow boss beside him. The human being just kind of dwarfed in comparison. It's a great shot. Uh, I'm really curious about it. Now, of course, the title of the movie is Mo- of the TV show is Monarch, right? Legacy of Monsters. So, which means we know we're going to see a lot of monsters in it. And considering the TV budget, I know streaming spend a lot of money now, but you can't make, you can never compare the amount of money they spend per minute to a movie. So, but definitely going to see some monsters. I mean, The Witcher, One Piece are kind of showing how they can can display monsters on a great grand scale that look really good on, on the TV budget or streaming budget rather. But I know I'm looking forward to more of the intrigue and espionage, how the cover-ups, what's going on in between, and I really hope they can they can kind of key into that into that thrill factor. That's the most important thing. Anyway, what are your thoughts on the Monarch Legacy of Monsters spin-off? I actually think it makes sense, you know, because that way they're not uh, you can talk on the world of Godzilla without having to focus primarily on the monsters, focus on the human elements, and focus in a way where the human elements actually has weight, you know. You know the, the, the thrills of it, or something can relate to, you know, conspiracy theories and things like that. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. All right, moving on. Um, currently going streaming is the latest Star Wars, you know, Disney show, and that is Ahsoka, which is um, I've always said it, the Star Wars Disney show, the Disney Star Wars shows, uh, have been hit and miss for me. Uh, Mandalorian season one and two were fantastic. Season three was a bit, eh, was okay. It wasn't terrible, but it was just okay. Uh, Andor is still the best Star Wars TV show, and in my opinion, it's still the best Star Wars project ever. I- I'm still going to stand on that. Yes, even better than the original trilogy. Not a slap against the original trilogy. I just think like Andor just <laughs> supersedes it in storytelling, and, and, and you know, and all. Then we have Obi Wan, which was maybe his a miss for me. O- Book of Boba Fett, which I just didn't like. I thought that movie, that show was a wasted potential. I think the show should never have existed. I think they should have kept Boba Fett as the badass mystery character like he was as was introduced back in um season two but anyway we have ahsoka now and um i have to say this i didn't love the first two episodes i thought the, the pacing uh the direction was a bit off performances were a bit stifled too especially seeing okay now i watched the rebels tv series okay and i watched the clone wars tv series so of course i have a, a bit of um you know stake in this because when i see sabine hera 
Ahsoka in live action. I'm expecting, you know, uh, a lot more. All I would say, I think so far in my opinion, only Heron and Chopper, of course, were like the most accurate people that represent their character from the animation. That aside, anyway, um, I, like I said, part of, um, season one, episode one and two were not my favorite. I thought they were still. It was just, I feel like um, they were being directed, like I said, with animations. And this is a problem with medium transfer. Certain things work in a medium and doesn't work in the other. In animation, in cartoons, you allow a lot, a lot of space for. It's just people believe a bit more because of the medium. I don't know how to explain it, but it's something that happens to me. But then in, in live action, because it's real world and we can kind of relate to it tangibly, you need to make up for those things and add some inflections that humans would do. And that's one issue I had with the way they talk and stuff. But thankfully, season episode three and episode four seems to have seems to have course corrected a little bit. The, the direction is is kind of stronger and straighter. The plot is a bit better. Uh, the dialogue, yes, dialogue was my biggest problem in episode one and two. Dialogue and writing is a bit better in episode 3 and 4. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but R.I.P. to Ray Stevenson. But man, his character of Billion Skull, I think, is actually my favorite character on the show right now, which is kind of surprising, but I'm expecting to be Asuka or Sabine. Not that they're not doing a good job. I mean, um, um, Rosario Johnson, of course, I mean, one of my biggest crushes, is <laughs> doing a great job at Asuka. And, you know, her character is obviously meant to be this wiser version of herself now. So that kind of that explains her taxiton nature but also that said and done um i'm still enjoying elizabeth's Elizabeth, um, winstead as hera is just yeah uh, i have a lot of kind of um arrated thoughts on that but i'm not gonna share that, share that here but anyway so I, I i love the last episode so far where they have to get off the planet and then now the nice sister i'm forgetting her name has kind of gone to search for a throne so that was really well done episode it was tighter more focused you know, uh, a little bit more some character development. We kind of get a bit more into the thinking of of, of Balin, that he's not just a straight, straight up villain. He, you know, he actually he might be the antagonist, but there's kind of a purpose what he's doing. I hope the show kind of gets better from there, and uh, looking forward to more of it. All right, still, still talking on streaming. Um, I finally saw One Piece. I finished watching One Piece. And I must say, okay, I watched the anime till about, I think, 300 or 400 episodes, 300 or 400, where Ace dies during the, the war and marrying the white bear dies and Luffy and everything tries to save Ace. That's why I stopped anyway. So, and just because I, I didn't have time again and the anime got too long. So I went into the, the show, uh, I'm like very, very kind of um, very low expectations because. I'm still hurt at how they treated the death of live action. That, that movie shouldn't have been that bad. Seriously, forget even trying to be stated to the material. It shouldn't be that bad. That aside, um, I liked, I really liked One Piece. I really liked it. I, I would say I loved it. So I wouldn't say it was the greatest thing this year, but I really liked it. Better than I expected. I love the fact that they embraced the kind of craziness and wacky, zany nature of the show. The ridiculous thing of the show, they embraced it well. Uh, the casting is really well done. Naki Godoy as Luffy is spot on. Um, the guy that plays Buggy, Jesus, that was just too accurate, you know. Uh, Usopp too was well done. A lot of characters are actually very accurate. I'm not gonna lie, I think um, Nami, I, I, I feel like she, at times, it felt like she was in a different show. I feel like her character felt too serious for the kind of show it was, you know, because compared to someone like Zoro, who we know that like, Zoro is meant to be this kind of cold, calculating character, you know, that just kind of 
heartless and cold, I guess. But I think it works a bit better for him because he plays off Luffy well. And then we have Nami in the mix. But that being aside, um, I actually really enjoyed Like I said, I really had fun with it. <laughs> All along and his crew, seeing them, uh, was cool, really cool. One thing I really, really credit them for is, I think if they found the One Piece animation, the anime, you really, really appreciate the show because, oh my god, they pay so much homage. I mean, the most obscure, I guess, maybe even extra or character in the particular scene, the anime, was brought to life. I thought that was incredible, especially the Gold Roger execution scene. That was really well done when they showed the crowd and everything. It's so accurate to the anime. I thought that was really, really well done. I really loved the way um, the show Shanks, seeing Shanks was really cool in live action, you know, and things like that. And then, yeah, Luffy's stretching powers were not as terrible as I feared they might be. Like, it looked really well done. I, I, I was impressed with the way it, it kind of unfolded. Yeah, I, I feel like because of how um, kind of, you know, a bit out of the box or a bit ridiculous the entire show is i think that was really easier for him to accept with his kind of um stretching powers without it being too goofy but seriously great stuff man garp fantastic to see and, and among other things i really enjoyed i really enjoyed the show seriously i did like but i don't know this is the only ish i think i'm not sure how well to to sit well with people that are casual viewers you know because like i said the one piece anime itself too it's not something anybody can just watch i, I would recommend a lot of people starting into anime it's really goofy and crazy in some points uh so i don't know how people feel about it but i really enjoyed it and i really hope uh i'm curious to see what it, if you was a casual if you've seen one piece what do you think about it and if you as a hardcore fan of the anime what are your thoughts i do believe you like it a bit more but let me know what you guys think about it man and yeah i really liked one piece Right, lastly for today, this is actually a trailer I just came across recently and it's going to be on Hulu and it's starring Kat- Kathleen Diva from Booksmart. It's called No One Will Save You and the trailer, look, based on the trailer alone, this is a really well done trailer. There's no dialogue apart from, you know, screams and, and, and sighs and gasps and stuff and it seems to do with a home invasion, which everybody can, can I mean, everyone can, can relate to the idea of a home invasion, someone intruding your home without permission. But it seems that the home invasion is taking place by an alien creature. We don't get a lot of shots of the alien, which I, which I really like, save for the movie. But it looks really, really intriguing. It's giving me um, vibes of um, um, the John Krasinski directed movie. What the hell am I forgetting it? A Quiet Place, yeah. So um, it looks really cool, it looks really intriguing. I'm looking forward to it, I'm looking forward to the movie. Uh, I mean, the last movie I saw on streaming, like that Hulu did to stream was Prey, which was a fantastic film that I thought should have been released in cinemas. I hope this does well as well. Fortunately, I don't think it's come to cinemas, it's come to streaming, which can be a huge money loss. Although they're doing that to gain, to gain viewership and subscription. But that was, it. That was, that was anyway, those are my thoughts on that. Let me know what you guys think about the whole thing. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Ahsoka series so far? Are you enjoying Foundation? You know, Wheel of Time? How has it been for you? I'm really enjoying Wheel of Time way more than I expected. Uh, because it's 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 superseding my expectations more like I love the fact that all the characters now are giving way more kind of complexity and nuance hell even I need I never really liked she's still annoying as hell but there's a bit more depth to her character uh, the world building is way better now I don't know it feels like Rave Jodkins was just getting kind of finding his sea legs with his first season but season 2 was picked up really well I uh, really loved Wheel of Time I've seen the first four episodes I've been impressed with what they are doing so far. Uh, speaking of really well, even the multiple stories have been juggled and handled a bit well. You know, uh, Egwene has improved as a character. You know, Maureen, 
brand, land, you kind of get more of, of each person's perspective and what they, are, what they want in life. It's, it's really fantastic. Like I said, uh, what building is way better? The law. Now, I hear things in the law and I kind of connect the dots in my head automatically. You know, I understand the breaking of the world, the dark ones, the darklings, I'll be two dark friends. The, and then, you know, just I'm just enjoying that. And maybe the, the reason why I'm enjoying it a bit more is because of the fact that I'm watching on Amazon Prime, which has all this extra content and features where you can learn more about the world so that's probably probably adding to it but yeah wheel of time has really been improved first four episodes have been really great i really hope they can stick the landing as well uh better season one already i liked season one i didn't love it i thought he had a lot of pacing issues but the pacing the storytelling the direction the performances greatly improved in Wheel of time season two and those are my thoughts on everything i have to share about today let me know what you guys think uh as always guys stay safe and stay tuned Thank you.